The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Stretch. Hmm. So I thought I'd um, read you a little bit of uh, the sutta from the Buddha on this raft. Um, in Majjhima Nikaya number 22, the Buddha tells us um, to cross over and he describes building a raft to help us reach the other shore, the other side of the floods, which is freedom from greed, hatred, and delusion. And in the story, he says, suppose monks, suppose people, humans, there's a person journeying on a road and they see a vast expanse of water in which there's a shore that's perilous and fearful. While the other shore is safe and free from danger. But there's no boat for crossing, nor is there a bridge for going over from this side to the other. So the person thinks, hmm, this is a vast expanse of water, And the shore is perilous and fearful, but the other shore is safe and free from danger. There is, however, no boat for crossing nor bridge for going over from this side to the other. Suppose I gather mm, reeds and sticks and branches and foliage and bind them into a raft. Now... That person collects reeds and sticks and branches and foliage and binds them into a raft, carried by that raft, laboring. So laboring, paddling (laughs) with hands and feet. That person safely crosses over to the other shore. And having crossed over and arrived at the other shore, they think, this raft indeed has been very helpful to me carried by it, laboring with hands and feet, I go safely across to the other shore. And so with this practice, this raft practice, the recognize is a stick. The allow is a branch, a reed. The feel is another piece, the leaves perhaps, right? And the teasing apart is maybe the string or the reed that binds it together. So the, this practice, this is what the Buddha is referring to, is mindfulness is a construction of def- men- mental activity, of letting go of selfing, and creating you know, this awareness that is something that is capable of helping us move across, move through, <coughs> All of this intense emotion, all this intense thought, all fueled by greed, hatred, and delusion. 
And, you know, sometimes in the river of life, it's calm and beautiful and relaxing, and we really can lay back. Like, ah, that feeling of a warm water and resting and just opening up to life and the sun and the sounds is just fabulous. But sometimes it's really rough and there's a lot of current and we really do need to get our hands and feet pumping and working hard to stay aware, to keep recognizing what's going on, you know, allowing ourselves to turn toward it and not run away from it, fight it, you know. And when there's a lot of that going on, it can be a little bit like we are paddling really hard on the top of the water. And there's a lot going on under the surface. Ooh, a lot going on under the surface. And so what we want to look for is some space and time where we can just feel into this, right? Recognize, oh, there's this little knot in my stomach. And give it a little bit of space. Oh, okay, let me be with this knot in my stomach. And then... Oh, there's that anger. (laughs) You know, okay, that knot and that anger, they're both here, aren't they? You know? All right. Hmm, wow, okay, let me just let this have space, right? Let me see what else is here. Oh, and a whole tangle of stuff. (laughs) These are thoughts and ideas and opinions about what I think should be happening and not happening. And so we start to tease it apart and let everything have its space. And I don't throw the knot away. The knot has its place. It's all part of what's happening. There's a saying, life is additive, not subtractive. It doesn't really work to try and subtract your experience, your past, right? It's all part. And so it's really about how are we with it? How are we with it? How do we let each part be seen, felt, acknowledged, understood? And then when we do this, you know, maybe we find, oh, gosh. And then there's this, like, memory from fifth grade. And that's fueling a lot of this. Because I think it's not okay to be angry. Right? And so we step back a little bit when this happens. And we go, we can have this opportunity for a perspective shift. Like being able to take it all in and say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yeah, that fifth grade memory. Oh, my gosh. I can see how that's fueling this reaction that I'm having to being angry. Anger is just anger. You know, so how, how does that help me, right? It helps me because I get a little bit... Somebody said this the other night. I was trying to feel all of these things at the same time. I can't feel all of these things at the same time. Not really. So, oh, okay, I can just be with this for a minute. You know, 
I can just let this part be felt and processed in its own little way, not actively, (laughs) you know, this allowing, this digesting with awareness. And then, so it's this stepping back, and then maybe it's getting closer with the different pieces, right? But it's perspective shifting. But we don't want to overwork it either. Like I said, you know, when we eat food, we need to, you know, make good decisions about what we're eating, recognizing we want to get enough protein and carbs and fiber and vitamins and, you know. And then we have to trust the body to digest it and get it where it needs to be, right? And so we we don't need to get in there and dig around and kind of try and digest this stuff. We just need to recognize and be with it skillfully. Does that make sense? And so this is where the trust, we start to move into this trust. Like there's not, we don't have to be doing, fixing, becoming. We can recognize the wisdom that comes from our practice, the shift that happened, the ability to see This is recognition of conditioning. This is recognition of all of the things that are conditioning this being, you know, that that has come to be in this particular moment. This is understanding the Dhamma, the teachings of the Buddha. And if we can build that trust that trust can grow, right, into faith, like having faith. We understand, like, we have faith now that the body can digest food. We can become faithful and trusting that the, this process, awareness, this being aware knows how to move things through. And then that, that faith becomes confidence, we become very confident in our ability to move through things because we we have done it over and over and over again. We've learned that the teachings are true because we've experienced them firsthand. Yeah. So I'll read you um, something someone wrote about this teasing apart. Once I let things have their own space, as we sit around this table, I recognize that everybody has their relative size according to my mind. The most significant things are not current issues. They are things from the past that I can't seem to let go of, that I haven't processed and are still sitting in here. And I have been ruminating about it so much it has affected everything else I've done. I notice that allowing each piece to have its place and size helps me recognize that the issues I'm dealing with now are much more minor than the big, scary things from the past. And it helps put things in perspective. Seeing this, I feel lighter. So, the raft, the rafting, 
the cultivating of this capacity that we have that is not not guaranteed. There's lots of automatic pilot that can happen that is not mindfulness. It's something we need to actively be cultivating and working on and sustaining and building in our lives. And as we do, it buoys us more and more and more. So at this point, I'd like to allow any responses or questions or comments or sharing of how this feels resonant for your practice. And yes, Richard, we'll bring a mic to you if you have something to share. Um, Yeah, I really appreciate um, teasing apart the different things that come up as well as that piece of the source, like the fifth grade experience. Mm -hmm. And um, I find that for me, when I'm um, able to get to the source, it's much easier to let go of the rest. So I was just wondering if you could speak to um, compassion Mm, and how that might relate to... Yeah, 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 that's a great question. Because, yeah, it might be that when I remember what happened to me in fifth grade, that part of what is needed is that I have some compassion for myself or from some, for somebody else who, if I have it, maybe made my life a little bit miserable, right? But probably I need to start with compassion for my fifth grade self, right? And what, what that felt like. So meeting how we respond, how we meet our, what's arising is incredibly important. So maybe it's like, you know, did you know that if you go in into a bakery and you look at cheesecake, your body starts to actually release the enzymes you need to digest the cheesecake before you eat it? Yeah, it's really wild. So, you know... And maybe there's some ways that we grow that capacity to know that part of what needs to be released is compassion. And part of what happens as we grow our practice is we grow the Brahma-viharas, which are these beautiful states of heart and mind, and those could probably meet anything, in, like the enzymes that digest the cheesecake, and those are loving-kindness, compassion, empathetic joy, and equanimity. And so those do grow, those do grow with our time in the practice and maturity. And you want me to say anything more specific about compassion? Um, um, I don't know. I, I, um, I always, when I'm doing this kind of practice... Yeah, I was just curious if there was anything more to, to deal to how to um, incorporate compassion, but I think it's maybe it's just being able to identify the source, and then if there's anger towards that yeah. experience, kind of. Um, yeah, so maybe um, you know, I'm saying I'm doing this in a simplistic way, right? Sometimes it's still, they want to get back in fights with each other. (laughs) They want to keep, you know. And so then there is this, 
maybe it's like, okay, recognizing again, allowing again, softening again, bringing the kindness in, feeling. And that compassion is is part of wisdom, needs to be coupled with wisdom, right? It's just the sense of caring, the sense of understanding and caring together. Is They're said like the two wings of a bird for our practice. And... Um, you know, there's a lot to be said about how to practice compassion, but I think I'll leave that there for now. Thank you. And Richard Sylvie. So, um, you know, when you spoke about trust today, that was really big for me. Um, you started to kind of drop it in, in the meditation with the analogy of digesting the food and um, I really felt viscerally I was just kind of coping with a memory mm. <laughs> as you said that and and then I realized that you know my quote-unquote intelligence in trying to fix it is just making more knots <laughs> and I was just like you know your body is smarter than you just trust that this just let it be. And that was really expensive inside. And, you know, I had heard about trust and faith, like, you know, Dharma teachers talk about it all the time. But there is, there, there is a way of when you dropped it in the meditation and the analogy with the food that, you know, it just really um, resonated with me. And, um, and related to that, um, you know, what you just did with those things was very powerful because, um, you know, outside of meditation, if we want to, or if I want to solve a problem about my past or my inner experience, um, I tend to actually mix things together. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was, you know, to see visually that the trust and the resolution comes in the letting go and letting those things actually unmix. And the more those thoughts are coming and I'm trying to fix them, the worse I'm making things. <laughs> um, and, you know, it seems simple, but feeling it viscerally was pretty powerful. So thank you so much, Tanya. Mm, mm, thank you, Sylvie. Thank you. One more, okay, yeah, and then we will move to the next phase of our time. And I'll be here, you know, after we'll move into cleanup, but I'll be here a little bit after that. So if there's more comments and questions, I'll, I'll welcome them. Yeah, I first heard and uh, found about Raf the, the first time I came here. Oh, yeah. And um, I was actually using it on my day-to-day life as well. And yeah. You made a point that when you're meditating, you're you find out, things in the past could be bigger than what's in the present and then you trust and you get into that compassion moment i also wanted to get your notes on the present moment right like the things that could trigger you yeah utilizing this oh yeah to get to the level of content oh yeah huge yeah it is huge yeah just wanted to get points in the present yeah i'm really happy to hear you saying um that you've used it in daily life because it it, it, it's absolutely something you know this practice needs to be carried consistently with us and this is a way 
to help us do that, um, you know, not just on the cushion. Um, if we if we spent our whole meditation all the time doing this actively, it'd be too much, right? This is this is for really good for just always we want to recognize and allow, right? But then like this and and sensing and feeling, but the teasing apart, you know, is 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 kind of a big big undertaking. <laughs> so. Um, but you know, when we're in daily life and we're going along and we're upset, if we don't recognize it, we're likely to blow up, right? Or, or fall apart or make a mistake or, you know, emotions, um, emotions are powerful. They have energy behind them. They have a motivation behind them and we need to recognize them. And, and then we, you know, if we don't allow ourselves to feel them, they tend to get stuck or frozen or stronger. And, um, you know, it's not what they need. They need to move through. So if we can recognize and allow ourselves to feel them, it might be all that's needed. It might be it. You know? Yeah. Did I speak enough? Great, great. Thank you. So we should probably wrap up. We need to um, do a little sangha cleaning. So Richard will guide us in this, and I'm going to uh, stop the recording. And okay.